Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the progress that legalization is making in New Mexico. Um, I've been following the New Mexico um, legalization push more or less since last year, and... Um, you know, I've been sort of getting a working knowledge of all of it. And um, the the governor there has really been spending her political capital to get it done. When she couldn't get it done when she first got elected last year, she immediately said, all right, that's, that's all right. We're going to decriminalize it so people stop going to jail right now. And then you guys can work out the details with legalization next year. And then I, from what I remember, um, if if I recall correctly... <laughs> she um she said that um she she sort of broke it up into three committees or whatever like one would work on maybe like taxation one would work on like regulations and then one would work on you know sales and home grow or whatever um again i don't i don't remember the exact categories but she is very very organized and she sees this as a priority issue and a justice issue and you know there's very few political um officials that do this a lot of them still treat this as a deadhead issue and they treat us with con- us the users with with none but contempt and um so let's go to that story and and and, and talk about it and if you're in new mexico um we can put you guys can put this over the finish line new mexico lawmakers approve marijuana legalization bill by uh, by Kyle Yeager of Marijuana Moment. Shout out to Marijuana Moment. A New Mexico Senate committee approved a bill Tuesday that would legalize marijuana for adult use. With little more than three weeks left in the state short 2020 legislative session, lawmakers are planning, are making clear their intent to advance the, 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 le- the legalization proposal in a timely fashion. The bill, which is supported by Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, Democrat, cleared the Senate Public Affairs Committee in a 4-3 vote. 
And um, keep in mind, um, so from what I've been following about New Mexico politics, the all the all the seats are up for re-election this year in uh, New Mexico. So those three people that voted no can be kicked out of office because this is an issue where two thirds of Americans agree that it should be legal nationwide, even the reddest and reddest of states. Two thirds of Americans want cannabis to be legal for all adults over 21 and over 80 percent want medical to be legal so those three people don't represent america it should it, it, okay so if there's seven if there's seven like five of them should have been yes it should have been it should have been like a five two decision or something if i got the math correct but uh let's continue Senate, Senator Jacob Candelaria, Democrat, led the introduction of the bill before committee, testifying that he believes 2020 is a year New Mexico becomes the third state to enact legalization of cannabis through legislative action. I think they're really going to do it because the governor is corralling the caucus and she's spending political capital, making it a priority and not relegating this to a deadhead issue. This, grown adults over the age of 21 can have access to this as a medicine without being on a government list or giving up gun rights this is a health issue this is this is a health and a priority issue like i've said in previous episodes and the politicians who don't get that need to be kicked out because they do not reflect the times anymore and like i say on this podcast and um it it bears repeating it um I don't got patience for wallflowers. Um, I have I have two ground rules pretty much. Um, no bigots and no wallflowers. You have to be trying to make the laws better in your neck of the woods, whether it's your country, your state, your province, your your kingdom, your municipality, your region, your um wherever you are. You need to be calling lawmakers, calling members of parliament, or talking to members of parliament. Um, you know, talking to people in the, in, 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 in your parliament or, or legislative, uh, um, chamber or whatever, or, you know, even your, your king or your, um, or whatever leaders you have in whatever country you're, you, you, you happen to be. Um, I can't possibly cover all the ground because I don't know what the names of every leader are, but, um, wherever you are, you need to be taking action. And again, I, I didn't, if you're not going to do that again, it's like, it's like when it's like, it's like when you go to a store and they say that we have the right to refuse anyone, I have the right to refuse to have, um, wallflowers and bigots as my listeners. And you can click on subscribe if you're going to not actually put the work for to put the work for, for, put the work towards making an affecting change in our society if you're not going to put the work i i i I, uh reserve the right to refuse service and i have the right to want those type of people to unsubscribe so again we're going to drive that home because it's so important and people in new mexico this is so close you have to drive this home and make your lawmakers know that this this needs to happen so the people in new mexico are going to need to step up to get this over the finish line because the governor is fully on board so it's the lawmakers that have to get it to her desk and they cannot dick around 2020 is the year that new mexico becomes the third state to enact the legalization of cannabis through legislative action following vermont and illinois 
We know that New Mexicans across the state, from rural to urban center, centers, are with us on this issue. Bringing an underground market above above ground takes a lot of deliberation, statewide input from community members and stakeholders, in, in, ingenuity, and learning from other states' experiences. The senator, who himself a medical mar- marijuana patient, said, The criminalization of cannabis disproportionately harms and criminalizes young people of color, sponsors violence and corruption by those who currently exclusively trade in cannabis in the black market. The current situation, our status quo that relies on black market outside of the medical program does nothing to curb act to curb youth access to cannabis. The governor included legalization in her formal 2020 legislative agenda and discussed the importance of establishing a well-regulated and an equitable cannabis market in her state of the state address this month. So this is our tweet. Michelle, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, SB 115, legalizing recreational adult use successfully. (coughs) Excuse me. Successfully passes out of its first committee. Recreational cannabis will be the next frontier in our economic expansion, creating 11 11,000 jobs across New Mexico and true economic potential for every part of the state. SB 115. Recreational cannabis, 11,000 jobs across New Mexico. The day after Lujan Grisham's agenda was released, lawmakers filed the legalization bill, which would allow adults over the age of 21 to possess marijuana from licensed retailers. The legislation also contains social justice provisions such as automatic expungements for prior cannabis possession convictions. The proposal would not allow home cultivation. Uh Uh-oh. Again, um, if you live in New Mexico, it's imperative to you write to your lawmakers and say you do want home cultivation. Um, Even if these, again, this is... In all these states except Vermont, you have they 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 haven't had the home cultivation. Illinois, no home cultivation. You're you're not going to get skittish lawmakers to agree that allowing cannabis to be grown at home is safe. They still they still think that <coughs> that um the cannabis community doesn't know how to handle their affairs. You know, people have been handling their affairs, you know, since before it was legal. You know, they would have guard, they would have guard dogs and they would, they would do whatever needed to protect their property and their, their stuff and they would secure it and they would take the proper precautions, you know, but it's, it's again, these lawmakers still see this as a deadhead thing and, um, you know, home cultivation scares them. But again, if you're in New Mexico, it's up to you guys to write to your lawmakers and make it known that you want home home cultivation. But um, I'm I'm seeing okay. But let's read further. However, it does decriminalize the cultivation of the three plants and six seedlings, making the offense punishable by a fifty dollar fine. So it's like it's like a parking ticket. Okay, that's not that bad. So it's kind of like what Illinois did. I think Illinois, it's like it's decriminalized where it's like. Like a, it's like a, it's basically like a speeding ticket. You know, it's like 200, it's like a, it's like 100 or 200 or whatever the amount 
um, Illinois decided, but it's like you can, it's like growing isn't legal, but it, like if you do do, if, if they, if they do catch you, it's like a $200 ticket or something like that. You know, it's decriminalized essentially. But, um, but patients definitely in Illinois now have the right to home. Additionally, the bill would eliminate the gross receipts tax for medical cannabis sales. That's good. Mandate that the recreational dispensary service registered patients and create a subsidy program for low-income patients to access marijuana. I love this. I love, love, love this. You gotta. It's up to you guys in New Mexico to step it up and make this happen. Recreational cannabis sales would be taxed at nine percent, with revenue going towards that subsidy program, in addition to a cannabis industry equitable opportunity investment fund to support entrepreneurs from can from communities most impacted by the drug war, i.e., drug war victims. Victims, a community grants and reinvestment fund, and a workplace training program, among other programs. Jesus, cross speed demon. New New Mexico. We're doing this live. New Mexico. New Mexico Senate Democrats. Their Twitter. SPAC. Do pass four three. SB 115 Canvas Regulation Act. It now has the SJC Jerry Forum send and send Candelaria and Javier from New Mexico in New Mexico Ledge, New Mexico Paul. So that's their, the, the official New Mexico Senate Democrats, uh, tweet, Twitter. According to f fiscal an analysis, the state stands to bring nearly 6.2 million in recreational cannabis revenue in the fiscal year 2021. By fiscal year 2020, fourth quarter, that amount would rise to nearly 34 million. Municipalities and counties would rake in additional revenues. Legalizing and regulating will bring one of the nation's largest cash crops under the rule of law generating between 11,000 and 13,000 jobs for New Mexicans in every corner of the state, Candelaria said. The legislation must pass in two other panels, judiciary and finance, before it gets a full vote in the Senate floor. And, and Governor Grisham has been spending her political capital on this. So, like, I'm sure she will corral them to do this and to bring this to her desk and to push it out of committee. You know, out of all the, all these states that have been on the bubble to legalize, like this one looks like it's the most likely to do it because the governor has been using her political capital when, you know, the lawmakers couldn't hash it out last year. She was like, all right, we're going to decrim so people stop going to jail for it now and you guys better get it done next year. Cause I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a task, I'm gonna, she had like a task force, like she was very, she's been spending her political capital and shout out to that sister and that, uh, governor. She's, she's really doing good by you guys. Um, I really try to make this happen in Mexico. Is, is more than we can see of most governors. I mean, my governor, um, he just got reelected. He led the group against us legalizing, and um, we told him to kick rocks and legalize anyway. But <clears throat> it's great. It's great when you live in a state where your your governor and your governor and some of your lawmakers don't have that sort of bad attitude towards it. The, okay, 
So the latest development at the committee level is that the product of months of work from legislators and the governor administration. Last summer, Luhan Grisham formed a working group tasked with reaching out to community members and stakeholders, studying various components of cannabis regulation and submitting regulations ahead of the current session. The final report, which was released in October, laid out a number of proposed rules and restrictions for illegal marijuana market. Earlier last year, the New Mexico House of Representatives approved a bill to legalize marijuana, but it died in the Senate. Last, I mean, lawmakers did send Lujan Grissom a more limited bill simply to decriminalize cannabis possession, which he signed. So again, you have to, you have to hold your Senate, your, the Mexican Senate, the New Mexican Senate accountable. Those holdouts that, that allowed it to die, they have to be, they have to, they have to make it known that they're going to be voted out this November if they allow it to die. Because all the seats, like we talked about last year, up for re-election in New Mexico. So if they if, if they don't get this done, if they don't get this done, they're getting voted the heck out. While it is possible that the current committee passed legislation will be amended as it makes its way to the full Senate vote, or that a companion legislation could be changed in the House, recent polling shows that New Mexican residents are widely in favor of the general policy change three out of four residents who participate 75 percent yo who participated in the state funded survey that was released last month said that they back legalization so that's 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 three quarters there's no excuse to not get this done and if they if your legislatures don't legislators don't get this done then they need to get voted out because all the seats are up for re-election this 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 november in 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 let's say in new mexico it all goes according to the governor's plan. A final legalization bill will be delivered to her desk by the end of the session. Upon her signature, New Mexico would likely become the 12th state to legalize recreational marijuana. The si- that said, lawmakers in states across the U.S. are eyeing cannabis reform this year and a marijuana legalization bill advanced in the New Hampshire House Committee earlier on Tuesday. And you know how I feel about about New Hampshire's chances. I don't think their chances are good. Here's how it's going to go down as it's been going down since 2014. It's going to overwhelmingly pass through the House the Senate is the more conservative Senate is going to pour cold water on this or or if they pass it, it's not going to be by a veto proof majority. And Blue Lives Matter, um, I love the cops union, um, Chris Governor Kristen Unu is gonna veto it. That's how it's gonna go down. Unless they get a uh 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 Unless they get a uh, veto override or whatever, or unless unless it passes by veto-proof majorities in both in all the chambers, Dems control all the chambers. But again, the the Senate is traditionally more conservative in New Hampshire, and the cop unions often testify against cannabis bills. Like you'll see them in uniform. I've 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 seen my own eyes and stuff. I've seen I've seen union leader articles with like the cops like angrily being like, "Don't you dare do it! We need to be able to ticket." people and make cash we need we need cash and we're going to continue to give you lawmakers cash and you also have to keep in mind new hampshire um being a lawmaker you don't get paid a whole lot of money so you have to already be independently wealthy to to be a, a lawmaker in new hampshire because i think they get paid like 10 or twenty thousand a year 
And um, so you have to be independently wealthy. So, you know, so affecting change and booting out bad lawmakers isn't as easy as other states where, you know, anyone could run and it pays a actual um, livable salary. You know, you have to be independently wealthy or have a day job and, and to run the New Hampshire Senate because or legislature because they don't really pay much. And I think Rhode Island is the same way. But again, I don't think New Hampshire's uh, chances are very good this year. Love to be proven wrong. All right. Um, so that wraps up the article and um, um, that wraps up the episode. I hope you guys got a lot out of this. Peace out. Ciao and stay Medicaid, my friends. Peace. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment and travel you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r. Again, that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit ly slash 33fkrv9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent sign off iso 15 percent sign off cbd and that applies to the entire store and if you're in northeast new england and you're in eastern massachusetts especially or or um, southern new hampshire or southern maine then you can get some great and inexpensive cbd flower delivered directly to your door very quickly and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao